Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, a provincial update on rain and crops in Saskatchewan. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, sunny and hazy. There may be some smoke coming from Alberta. Wind northwest 20 and the high 26, the low 10. Wednesday, sunny, wind northwest 20 and a high 29 tomorrow, the low 12. Thursday, sunny, the high 28, the low 9. Friday, sunny with a high 24, the low 8. Saturday, sunny with a high 27, the low 11. Sunday, sunny, the high 27 again, the low 13. Monday, sunny, and the high near 27. The normal high for this date, 21, the normal low, 7. The sun rose at 4.56 this morning. It sets at 8.56 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is Last Mountain at 26 degrees. The cold spot, Collins Bay at 12. Estevan is 21. Saskatoon, almost 26 degrees. Swift Current, 21. Weyburn, 22. Yorkton, 25. Sunny in Regina, 22, that's 72 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the north at 2. Humidity, 22%. The barometer dropping, 101.4. Sunny in Moose Jaw, 24 degrees. Winds are from the north, northwest at 21. Once again, Regina, sunny in 22, that's 72 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best online at mcdougallauction.com. And Sask Municipal Hail Insurance. 102 years, 9,567 storms. $44 billion insured. We've seen it all, Saskatchewan. You're always covered with smhi.ca. The Ministry of Agriculture in Saskatchewan says weekend rain will help newly planted crops and dry pastures. Provincial Crops Extension Specialist Shannon Friesen says the rain was scattered across a wide area of the grain belt and many areas still need moisture. She estimates seeding at 85 to 90 percent complete across Saskatchewan. It seems like the rain was very scattered right across that south part of the province. So some areas got nothing, some got just a few tenths, and of course others got half an inch, an inch. But of course that really depends where you were in the province. So any moisture at this time that we can get would be very beneficial for us. Even though seeding is getting close to being done here in the south, field conditions are still not optimal for us. We have had moisture to seed into, but of course we will need some more to actually get that crop germinated and get it emerged. We are already seeing some une uneven and patchiness in many of those fields, and of course that will cause us some issues once we get into herbicide spraying as well. In some fields we've had some weeds already pull well ahead of the crop, and so some of those concerns also come with that lack of moisture as well. So the impact of this rain where it hit would be quite beneficial? Yes, 
if um, if you were lucky enough to get rain, that is very beneficial. Uh, things should hopefully be emerging. We do have some heat coming later this week as well. Um, so that, combined with some moisture, is very ideal. Uh, however, for those farmers who manage to not get much of anything, you know, things are still going to be not in great shape. This hot weather make it worse? It likely will, yes. Certainly if it's combined with a lot of wind as well, we will actually see some of that topsoil dry up. How are pastures? Pastures, again, um, if you're lucky to get rain, things are greening up just a little bit more. But emergence and whatnot has been very slow for many of those areas. So, of course, concerns for livestock producers still do exist. Hopefully, again, we do get some rain here in the next couple of weeks so that things can actually really get growing. There was some frost in the Regina area, at least. How widespread was the frost? You know, again, it seemed like the frost was quite patchy. We've heard over the weekend that some areas in the north, such as around Saskatoon, actually got some frost, I think, on Saturday night. Here in the south, we did on Sunday night as well. Uh, We've heard anywhere from, you know, maybe minus one, minus two for a quick hour or two, to even what we would call a hard frost or even a killing frost at that minus four, even minus five. So any crops that have emerged may have some damage to them. And of course, canola is the major one there. It cannot take a lot of stress from frost and so we may see some loss from that but of course the best thing you can do is wait a couple days uh, and once conditions kind of return to a normal warm kind of thing uh, hopefully some of those crops are actually able to grow through that. You're saying it's too early to tell if any will need reseeding? Too early to tell just yet. Canola can be a very resilient crop. In fact, sometimes we don't need a lot of actual plants to make a good crop. So what I would recommend is waiting a few days and then going out into the field, hopefully in the next day or two, and reassessing from there. You know, I think we're glad that it's warming up, but as always, we could really use a good moisture and a good rain out there. Shannon Friesen is a crop extension specialist at the Agriculture Knowledge Centre in Moose Jaw. Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices were showing downward pressure during the past week. Provincial livestock economist Brad Marsenyuk says prices were reflecting lower demand and prices in the U.S. Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices were primarily lower last week as cattle marketing numbers declined along with reported weight categories from previous week comparisons. Saskatchewan feeder steer prices declined between $0.33 cents per hundredweight and $3.17 per hundredweight in the 6 to 900-pound feeder steer weight categories. The biggest price declines were in the 7 to 800-pound feeder steer weight category, and on average, Saskatchewan feeder steer prices declined by almost $2 per hundredweight over the week. Feeder heifer prices last week were mixed in the limited reported weight categories, with feeder heifer prices ranging between $3.17 per hundredweight lower and $6.63 per hundredweight higher. The biggest price declines were in the 5 to 600-pound feeder heifer weight category, while the only price gains in the 7 to 800-pound feeder heifer weight category. What were the factors pushing down the feeder cattle prices? Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices were lower on overall weaker local demand as Saskatchewan basis levels had weakened from the previous week. We did see local marketing numbers decline and also likely saw some mixed quality of animals over the week, which helped push prices lower. And what were marketings? Canfax reported weekly marketings averaged 4,326 head of cattle sold in Saskatchewan last week, and that was down from 6,281 head marketed the previous week. What happened with market-ready cattle prices? Slaughter cow prices in Alberta were lower last week. The price of D2 slaughter cows declined 71 cents per hundredweight to average $97 per hundredweight last week, while the price of D3 slaughter cows declined $2.10 per hundredweight to average $84.50 per hundredweight last week. Fed cattle prices in Western Canada for Alberta fed steers 
Move lower last week with prices declining $3.49 per hundredweight to average $147.39 per hundredweight last week. Brad Marsniuk compiles the weekly cattle market update for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. A cattle nutrition specialist says canola meal pellets can be an efficient protein source for cattle. Professor Greg Penner from the University of Saskatchewan speaks at the annual Saskatchewan Stock Growers Convention in Moose Jaw on June 10th. So we're going to explain some research we did looking at the use of canola meal as a protein supplement for beef cattle and why this is really, I think, interesting and and pertinent. First of all is we're obviously going through some challenges in terms of our canola marketing and so increasing domestic utilization of canola products could help canola producers. And then from a cattle perspective, Canola is uh, actually a really high-quality protein source for beef cattle. And when we calculate the current cost per unit of protein, canola meal actually is quite cost-effective. So the research that I'll show actually demonstrates performance responses of beef cattle when fed canola meal or the common comparative distiller's grains and how that influences feed intake and performance outcomes. So how close is it as a cost-competitive way of feeding cattle? So based on our cost, the canola meal was actually valued at about $9.40 per unit of protein, and distiller's grains was nearly $11 per unit of protein. So we're about $1.50 less per unit protein utilizing canola meal. Is it readily available? So canola meal is readily available through feed mills. We are currently unable to directly purchase from canola processing plants, but there are marketing options for producers to purchase so they can go directly to the local feed mills and purchase canola meal pellets, or they can go uh, and try to bid or, or tender out purchase orders for canola meal. A lot of producers are facing feed shortages because of the dry weather. Is this an alternative? Canola meal will certainly help offset some of the forage demand. However, we have to be, I guess, a little bit cognizant on how we use canola meal. So what we expect to see this coming summer with with the dry conditions is probably that the crude protein content of forages will be low earlier than normal. So providing canola meal could be a real benefit in this scenario because it can offset that low forage protein and help cows or cattle meet their protein requirements. What we have to be careful about is that when correcting for low protein in the diet, we can actually increase forage intake. So if we have a low protein forage and we feed canola meal, we would actually expect them to increase forage intake rather than what we might be looking at this year in a drought situation is actually strategies to reduce forage intake. So what should producers do? In this approach, the most desirable benefit would be to provide carbohydrates. So in addition to providing a protein source like canola meal, they could provide other bypass or byproduct pellets, or they could provide grain sources to decrease the forage intake or forage requirements. Is there a danger of using too much canola meal as a ration? We do want to control how much canola meal goes into the diet, mainly 
because there is no benefit associated with overfeeding protein. So even though canola meal can save us cost relative to distiller's grains, if we include too much, we will increase our diet cost and we will increase how cattle dispose of that extra protein. So they will primarily dispose of it in urine as urea, and that can have negative impacts from an environmental perspective. Professor Greg Penner from the University in Saskatoon speaks at the annual Saskatchewan Stock Growers Convention being held in Moose Jaw Monday, June 10th. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. Grain prices were showing upward movement in early trading today. The latest Viterra prices for canola are up $4 at $394.92. Oats rose seven dollars twenty six cents at two eighteen zero two. Number one red spring wheat increased a dollar thirty at two hundred forty dollars and eighty six cents. The rest were unchanged. Durham two thirty nine fifty one. Feed barley two hundred two dollars sixty three cents. Flax five twelve twenty one. Yellow peas two thirty nine fifty four. Feed wheat one ninety six ninety eight. At Minneapolis, July wheat was up ten and a half cents at five fifty eight and a half a bushel. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of May 28th. Weyburn didn't have a regular sale last week. It was Assiniboia's turn. Hefferette sold from $1.15 to $1.35. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.85 cents to $1.05. D3 cows sold from $0.65 cents to $0.80. Cents. Counter cows sold from $0.40 cents to $0.60. Cents. And good butcher bulls sold from $1.05 to $1.25. There weren't enough steers in any one weight break to establish an accurate price quotation. We did have a few heifers, though, in the 700 to 800 pound weight break. They averaged $1.66 and sold up to $1.76. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices, too. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices for SIG 5 and TCP BP2. Today's quote is 194.59 per CKG. For BP4 TCP4, the quote is 198.20 per CKG. The outlook, sunny and hazy, wind northwest 20, the high 26, the low 10. Tomorrow sunny, wind northwest 20, the high 29 degrees, the low 12. In Regina, sunny and 22, that's 72 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan agriculture today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.